Hello there and welcome to the Andrew Staples Show. I'm your host, Andrew Staples. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to my podcast. It means more to me than you will ever know. Oh man, as you can tell by the title of this episode, this is an NFL 2020 free agency preview. Been dying to talk about some NFL stuff, man. So many rumors, so many possibilities. The 2020 NFL offseason is going to be a blast. A lot of times I enjoy the offseason more than I enjoy the actual season, so that's saying something. And you know I love football. So, uh, let's see. Thank you again for listening. Uh, haven't done, I did a NASCAR podcast a, a couple days ago. I'm hoping to get back to doing a weekly podcast. Uh, uh, if it does, if it, tongue tied. I'm trying to be professional. Um, there's going to be another episode drop soon, another episode of Shooting the Bull, where we just talk about any and everything on my mind. We could talk sports, we could talk movies, TV shows, life, you have it, you name it, we'll talk about it. Um, but this one's just going to be NFL only, and there's a lot of stuff to cover already. Um, man, we had a great Super Bowl. The Kansas City Chiefs won their second Super Bowl, first one in 50 years, uh, with the score 31-20. to 20. And it was a blast. And, you know, a lot of people, man, I was getting made fun of on Facebook for taking the Chiefs. They were saying that I ruined their season. And then thankfully the Chiefs came back and made me look smart. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, it was just a, such a fun game. And I was so, so happy for Andy Reid. And, uh, you got to love Patrick Mahomes. He's such a fun player to watch. And, Man, I remember watching that uh, Thursday night game earlier in the year when his I thought his knee was tore up completely, and I thought he was going to miss who knows how much time. wasn't gonna wasn't gonna be playing the rest of that season, and um, probably part of the next. And the Chiefs' season was over. I thought, and he was able to come back quickly. The knee injury wasn't as bad as everyone thought, and I'm just so happy for the Chiefs. And like I said, for Andy Reid, if you followed football for a long time, like I have. With you know, with his Eagles, the way they beat my Redskins and everything. I mean, uh, and some of the personal stuff he's gone through. Uh, you just can't can't say enough good things about him, and so happy for him. And uh, a lot of good players on that Chiefs team that I'm fans a, a fan of, and would love to seen him burgundy and gold at some point. And still, maybe maybe could someday down the line. <coughs> Pardon me. Um, if this is your first time listening, uh, again, thank you. Uh, I know it, that uh, the NASCAR episode I did recently, we had a few more viewers than, or listeners than usual. Um, I'll be honest with you, this, if you're looking for a well, um, what's to say, orchestrated uh, <laughs> podcast, this probably isn't for you. This is uh, Amateur Hour, pretty much. I, uh, I'm recording off my phone, an app on my phone called Anchor, and I'm very, very pleased with that, and they have made a lot of changes uh, since uh, the beginning of the year that have made it easier and I'm hoping to be able to have guests on soon and if that's the case I have a few people I want to reach out to and see if they'll come on and talk Star Wars, talk uh, football, talk NASCAR um, Marvel, you name it uh, wrestling even me and the host of uh, the Treehouse of Liberty podcast Jason Formwalt need to get on together and talk wrestling uh, especially AEW, but that's another podcast, and that's a tease for the Shooting the Bull podcast. But uh, so where was I? So we talked about the Chiefs and everything, and uh, again, congratulations to them. But now, one of my favorite times, I mean, as soon as the season ends, 
I love it because there's rumors, there's who's going to go where, there's all kinds of speculation. It's so much fun. It's like it's like Madden, except in real life, because you know you make trades that you wouldn't think would happen. You can move players to different teams on Madden that you didn't think would ever happen, and sometimes it happens in real life. So between now and the you know end of April with the draft, it's going to be fun, and you might see a lot of NFL podcasts from me, maybe even one or two a day, depending on <laughs> what breaks. But uh, yeah, can't wait, can't wait for the off season to get started on March 18th. That'll be when the league year opens. There'll be some legaling, legaling, legal tampering going on before then. So looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. So let's get into some rumors, some speculation. Some scuttlebutt, if you will. All right, first off, the big one, TB, TB12, my favorite player in the league right now that doesn't play for my team, Tom Brady. Where is he going to end up? Where is Tom Brady going to end up? A lot of people think this is just a bunch of uh, smoke being blown. This is nonsense that he's not going to go anywhere. And... I think he's going to play the Patriots in a way where he has more power and gets more say in what goes on in free agency and everything. And Look, I'll be honest. They did a terrible job, the Patriots did last offseason, with acquiring offensive talent. I mean, they spent a first-round pick on Nikhil Harry, and he didn't turn out to be what they thought. But, you know, a lot of rookie receivers don't turn out that way, but they spent a first-round pick on him. And you look at, like, our guy Terry McLaurin. McLaurin? McLaurin? He, way, I mean, he was, him and DK Metcalf and A.J. Brown, they way exceeded expectations for the wide receiver, rookie wide receivers, and all three of them were better than the guy the Patriots took, and the Patriots passed on, you know, I mean, they had the pick that the Seahawks used to take DK Metcalf and traded it to the Seahawks, and so, I mean, there was just, you know, they've never been able to really scout wide receivers well. And, you know, look, Harry may become a great player, but I'll tell you one thing, if Tom Brady's not there, how great is he going to be? So, uh, I think, you know, if if you're asking me where Tom Brady's going to go right now on February 11th, 2020, I say that there's three possibilities. I say the number one possibility is obviously he stays in New England. They go out and get him a tight end. That was another thing. They didn't address the tight end position. They went out and signed 38-year-old Ben Watson to replace Rob Gronkowski. I mean, really? I mean, yeah, there wasn't a lot in free agency. I think Jared Cook was the big name, and he went to New Orleans. But there were trades to be had. There were wide receivers they could have drafted. I mean, they probably could have traded up from 32 to 20 or 19, excuse me, or 18, and took uh, Noah Fant. They could have taken Irv Smith Jr. in the second round. I mean, there were, there were players there, and they just chose not to draft one. And... It came back to haunt them, and I mean, I was waiting. I thought for sure when they made the Muhammad Sanu trade with Atlanta and sent their second-round pick, so that was a good deal for Atlanta, um, they sent their second-round pick to Atlanta for him, that I thought they were going to trade like a third or a fourth or a second 2021 for a tight end, and they didn't. And uh, just, you know, what if, if Atlanta was going to let Austin Hooper walk, you know, what could they have got for him so, we'll see. I think if Tom Brady stays, one second, if Tom Brady stays, 
with New England. I think that you're going to see a big-name receiver added, whether it's via trade or free agency. I think you're going to see a big-name tight end, either a Hunter Henry or Austin Hooper or a trade for someone like uh, O.J. Howard from Tampa. I think you're going to see a wide receiver and tight end added. Um, you know, they floated around with the Trent Williams trade last year. I don't think, I mean, I don't think New England will get up, give up their first-round pick. I think it's the 23rd pick for Trent now. I think they would have last year. Or during the season, I mean, during uh, training camp, they would have given up their first-round pick for Trent. And it may have made a difference. I don't know. Um, Trent, you know, still had some injury concerns. But, so I think the number one place to be would for him to stay would be Obviously, the New England. And I think the second one, and I think the one that I think, I mean, if you said, hey, he's going to leave New England, where's he going to go? My guess, my prediction is he goes to the Tennessee Titans. He gets to go play for a former teammate and friend and current friend, uh, Mike Vrabel. Tennessee shocked everybody, made it to the AFC Championship game with Ryan Tannehill. Once they put him in, that team took off. Um, with him and Derrick Henry, you look at it, and I say, I mean, I just think, you know, what could they do? Uh, I mean, with Tom Brady instead of Ryan Tannehill, not, you know, taking away nothing from Tannehill, he did a a great job. But is anybody scared of him? <laughs> I mean, as you know, so we'll see. One second, please. My computer's trying to freeze up. Um, so we'll see what happens there. I, the Tennessee Titans. I think that's the... Now, here's the one I would go to. Now, this isn't one of my top three predictions, but... Because my top three predictions are stays in New England, goes to Tennessee. But here's one that when the, when the season ended early for the Patriots in the first round of the playoffs, the team that kept coming to my mind was Tampa Bay. I mean, Mike Evans, Goodwin, uh, Howard... Great. I mean, they've got some talent. Jones at running back. Uh, need a little bit of help on the offensive line. Could probably add a, a slot receiver. They never really uh, replaced Adam Humphreys. But I mean, that team would make a lot of sense. But I don't know if I don't know if Tom and uh, and Bruce Arians would get along. But uh, that's not a prediction. Uh, I mean, though, that's where I would go if I was Tom Brady. I would try my best to get there. I mean, that defense was improved. They got all their draft picks. I mean, they won. What were they eight and eight or seven and nine with Jameis Winston who threw thirty interceptions? What would they do with Tom Brady? I mean, but hey, we'll see what happens. Third uh, most likely spot I think would be if Tom doesn't, if he's not concerned about winning the Super Bowl. If this is a I want to be competitive but I want to get paid thing, you start looking around and who has thrown out a lot of money already this off season? The Carolina Panthers. They threw a lot of money. At rule their coach from Baylor. And what if they want to make a splash and go after Tom Brady and want to win now? Who's to say that uh, Tepper, the owner, doesn't go all in and spend a bunch of money this offseason? So that would kind of be my third one. I don't think he's going to go to Oakland. I mean, what do they have offensively that would be better than... I mean, New England's got better weapons, I think, than Oakland right now. Uh, the Chargers would be very interesting because of Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, and if they can keep Hunter Henry, and you know they need a running back, obviously. But Eckler did a good job. Um, <coughs> excuse me. 
So we'll see. So, but yeah, my top three predictions. C and the third one goes to Carolina to the Carolina Panthers. All right, let's check out some other rumors and speculation. This just dropped about 10 minutes ago from, I guess it's a Cincinnati reporter. Bengals reportedly, reportedly listening to trade offers from multiple teams for the number one pick. And they called me crazy when I said this on Facebook, that I believe that Joe Burrow will not be a Cincinnati Bengal. I believe he'll be a Washington Redskin, and I'll tell you why. I think if they trade down Cincinnati, that obviously Burrow to the Redskins won't happen. But I think what's going to end up happening is they're going to blow smoke. They're going to talk tough. But it's obvious that Burrow does not want to play for the Cincinnati Bengals from a lot of things we've heard. He wants to go to a winner, and Cincinnati is... Has overachieved at times with Marvin Lewis. They had some great runs. They had a great run, little run with Carson Palmer and Chad Ochocinco and TJ Usmanzada. But and they had a great run with Andy Dalton and AJ Green and Tyler Eifert. And Marvin Lewis is definitely an underrated coach. And he he was you know rumored to be he interviewed for Dallas in the offseason and everything. And you know I think I think he will get another opportunity at some point. And I think he deserves it. And um, if we hadn't got Rivera for the Redskins, I, I would have been fine with having Marvin Lewis as the head coach because he definitely overachieved with Cincinnati. Cincinnati doesn't spend money. They don't go out in free agency hardly ever and sign anyone. They're very reluctant to sign their own players. You look at some of the, especially the offensive linemen that they've let walk, and then they, they'll go back and they'll spend first and second round picks on offensive linemen when they could have just re-signed the ones that they developed to begin with. And it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And um, they didn't handle the Andy Dalton situation right last year. The AJ Green got hurt, you know, I think preseason or training camp, and never played a game for them. They had trade offers for him, you know. And that's another thing; they rarely trade players. They didn't want to trade Carson Palmer. They forced him into early retirement because they weren't wouldn't trade him. And then, uh, oh, I can't believe I forgot his name. You from uh, man, oh, you Jackson uh, from when he was the Raiders coach. Uh, talked him into a first and a second for Carson Palmer, and then Carson Palmer didn't even last a whole season, I don't think. Yeah, he may have played one year. But um, it wasn't very long. <laughs> Not for what they gave up. But uh, he, uh, uh, Joe Burrow and his father have kind of hinted around. They want to play for a winner. Carson Palmer came out and said that the Bengals don't want to win. And like I said before, you know, with the moves they haven't made, it kind of makes sense. So. I don't think Joe Burrow is not going to be a Cincinnati Bengal, but here's what I think is going to happen. I think the Bengals are going to look at it and be like, okay, we still need a quarterback. We uh, aren't going to go out in free agency and sign a big name. Um, even though I tell you, one to watch might be Phillip Rivers. Just a, just a hunch. I think what's going to end up happening is they're going to keep Andy Dalton. They know Joe Burrow doesn't want to come there. So they're going to trade, or so they're going to stay at one, excuse me, and they're going to take Tua from Alabama, Tua Takaloa, Tua Loa. And he's going to be their quarterback, and they're going to go into the season with Andy Dalton starting, or another journeyman, Case Keenum type, because they may get a, re, a decent trade offer for an Andy Dalton. And if they do, I think that, because here's the thing, a lot of people have said, 
if Tua hadn't gotten hurt, Tua would have been the first quarterback taken, even with Joe Burrow's amazing uh, run at LSU to the championship. So, my prediction, Tua goes number one to the Bengals, and then all you know what's going to break loose in Washington, because I think almost every fan that I know wants the Redskins to take Chase Young at two. And toward the end of the season, I hate rooting against my team, but after they beat Carolina and Detroit and got to three wins, I was like, well, we're not going to be in position to get Chase Young. And then lo and behold, thankfully, other teams started winning, and it worked out well, and the Redskins ended up with the number two pick. Because uh, for a while there, it looked like the Giants were going to end up with it, and that would have been terrible. Um, so I put on Facebook, I guess, last week that Joe, my prediction was Joe Burrow was going to be a Redskin. As much as I love Chase Young, and as much as I want to give Dwayne Haskins a fair chance, I don't think you ta- you pass on a talent like Joe Burrow at two. I just think he's too valuable. I just think he's too good. I think he's a star, going to be a star in this league. And I think if he's there too, you got to take him. Now, the only way I wouldn't take him is if you get an unbelievable trade offer. And I'm talking Miami's got three first round picks. Let me pull them up. So I'm, 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 they have the fifth pick, the 18th pick. I think it's 18. Let me double check. They have the fifth pick. What is happening here? My mock draft site has crashed. Hang on one second. (laughs) All right, so, yeah, Miami has three first-round picks, and they have two second-round picks this year, and they have several picks through the third through seventh round, and they have the Texans' first and second pick in 2021 as well. So, I mean, they, they're loaded. I mean, if they, they they want a quarterback, they've got the ammunition to go get one. So the question is, who do they want? And would they move all the way up to number one if the Dolphins were willing and able to, I mean, if the Bengals were willing to trade? See, that's the other thing. Will Cincinnati do the smart thing and trade down if they don't want to take Burrow? Because I think you could trade down and get Tua still. But... I just don't know what the. I just don't. You don't know at this time because with Tua's injury too, we don't know what, you know, the plan is with teams. And are, are they scared? Have they already taken them off their boards and things like that? And yes, I am stalling because I cannot get this draft site up. Um, I was trying to pull up a mock draft from CBS and it is not cooperating. I should have wrote this down. I don't know why I didn't. All right, here we go. Stop scrolling. Really? Come on. Oh, they're making me mad now. Okay. Yes, I was right. 18th pick and the 26th or 7th pick. So, uh, if I'm the Redskins... Call a guard. Call hey. cancer screening for people 45 Look at this. I'll tell you. I hate pop up ads. Alright, so. That pop up ad just threw me. Uh, 18, 26, 27th, somewhere along there. And. Okay, let me start over. I am sorry. Uh, again, told you this was amateur hour. <laughs> um, if I'm the Redskins and Miami calls and says we want Joe Burrow. 
we'll give you a, what do you want? I want the fifth pick. I want the 18th pick. I want the 27th pick, 26th pick, whatever it is. I want your second round pick, which is high. It's in the 30s. And I want a one next year. You want to give us Houston's first? That's fine. You want to give us your first? That's fine. I'm not accepting much less than that. Now, maybe I would accept the 31s this year, or, you know, the getting the extra, t- the two extra ones this year in a second, and a second next year, but I got to come out of here with a bunch of picks. I mean, this has got to be RG3 trade like for us. Because here's the thing we're not sold on Dwayne Haskins yet. And for us to pass up on a franchise quarterback like this guy, it would just be stupid. That's why you got to make it worth our while. You got to make it worth our while because if it if if he go, if we trade you Burrow and he becomes the next Tom Brady or the next Peyton Manning or the next Patrick Mahomes star level, then we have got to at least get some two or three stars out of this deal. And that's why I think the Redskins will will entertain the offer. But I honestly believe that if Burrow is there too, that they will take him. Even though I think they should take, even though I would love to have Chase Young because I think he's a, one of the best defensive players to come out in years. He's better than both the Bosa brothers, I believe, as a prospect. But you can't pass on that quarterback. So here's the other thing that could happen. If Cincinnati calls Burroughs Bluff and takes him at one, does Miami want to move up to two to get Tua? Does Do the Chargers want to move up to get Tua? Do the Panthers want to move up? Does Oakland... Oakland, I, I don't think, know if you can make the trade with Oakland because it's so far down and you're losing out on a top five talent. Because here's the thing. If we go down to five... Hello? There we go. If we go down to five, there's still a chance we could get cornerback Jeff Okuda, Jeff Okuda from Ohio State. There's a chance we could get Jarek Willis, lineman from Alabama. Of course, I'm more high on... I'm looking at this mock draft, but I'm more high on Andrew Thomas from Georgia. Um, We could get the number one receiver, whoever they have on their board. So, you wonder, what would they do? And here's the other thing with the Redskins. We don't have a second-round pick right now. We traded our second-round pick to move back up into the first round last year and take Montez Sweat. Montez has some flashes. I think he's going to be a lot better in a 4-3 scheme as a D-end. And I think that Jack Del Rio has got a history of really developing young guys. I mean, you look, he was there when they took... The Panthers took Julius Peppers at number two. He was there in Denver when they took Von Miller at number two. He was he became the coach, I think, the following the year after the Raiders took Khalil Mack. And so you look at it and you think, okay, he's developed a lot of these guys and they have developed under him, excuse me. And you know, I just think that he could do a lot with Montez and I think he could do a lot with Chase Young, and that's why and if they keep Kerrigan, those three off the edge with Allen Payne and Ioannidis in the middle. I mean, it's scary to think what they could do. Um, so we'll see. But, you know, there's, like I said, if we trade if we trade down, if there's an unbelievable deal and we get Miami's two extra ones, um, that opens up a lot of options. That opens up, like I said, 
Jeff Okuda from Ohio State. And there's another interesting prospect that I'm very intrigued by, and that's Isaiah Simmons, the linebacker from Clemson. He might fit a fourth. He would fit the four three that Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio are going to run very well as an outside linebacker, or maybe an inside. He could play all over. Here's the thing, though, that worries me, because we've been burned by this. There are a lot of team or analysts saying this. You, this guy's one of the most talented players. Plug and play. Put him at safety. Put him at this. Well, we had one of those players that a lot of people were high on. That some analysts thought was a first round pick, and we got in the fifties in the second round. Uh, that was Sue Cravens, and he was supposed to be a jack of all trades, linebacker, safety hybrid. And how'd that end up? He wasn't that good when he was here. He went through all kinds of weird <laughs> weird stuff while he was here. They ended up trading him, I think, for a six-round pick. And he never did it to the he – tra- they traded him to the Denver Broncos, and he didn't do anything there either. So that's what worries me a little bit about Isaiah Simmons. Um, but at five, you know, depending on if Okuda's gone and the best offensive lineman is gone, uh, I mean, yeah, I think he would definitely be under consideration. Uh, I think if you go down to five, like I said, you consider Simmons, you consider Okuda, you consider one of the tackles. Um, I think you could come back at 18 and get a wide receiver, and maybe even the second best wide receiver, depending on maybe your first. And if you could do that and come out as a Redskin, as as with the Redskins, like you get that playmaker at defense, whether it's a corner or safety or lineman. And you come back at 18 to get a playmaking wide receiver to go with McLaurin. And then at the end of the first round, um, you could take a corner. You could take a running back. You could take uh, I don't think there's a tight end, but you know if one gets pushed up, I think tight end's more for a second round, third round pick day. Um, you could take uh, maybe another linebacker. I mean, there's so many options. Um Safety's obviously a need. We definitely need a safety across from uh, Landon Collins. So there's a lot of options, and that's why, I mean, I love Chase Young and I love Joe Burrow, but you do have to think, like, man, if we could get three players for the price of one, or four players for the price of one, or five, it's going to be hard to pass up. If if you told me right now, hey, you're the GM, hey, Tua goes number one, you're sitting there at two, what would you do? I'm taking Joe Burrow. Unless the trade is huge. Um, as far as other draft news goes, or for the Redskins draft speculation, uh, Quentin Dunbar came out yesterday and said that he wants to be traded or released. They're not going to release him. He's a very talented corner. He graded out very well last year, but here's the thing. He was on a 3-13 and team. And I got a problem with a player who... Who does this? I mean, you look, the Redskins developed Quentin. He was a wide receiver in college. He came here undrafted. They put him, they developed him at corner, and they did a great job. And if you look at the Super Bowl, the two starting corners for Kansas City Chiefs, Brashad Breeland and Kendall Fuller, were Redskin picks. Were a third round, they spent a third-round pick and a fourth-round pick on, him, on them. Uh, Breeland left in free agency and had a weird thing happen at Carolina. Signed a contract, ended up cutting his foot on the beach. They voided the contract. He ended up playing for Green Bay that year, uh, part of the year, and then went to the Chiefs. Um, Fuller was traded 
to the Chiefs with a third round pick for Alex Smith. Um, both of them are going to be free agents, by the way, I believe. Uh, so you got to wonder since Rivera wanted Breland then if Breland wouldn't be coming now. But with Dunbar, I don't, I mean, I hate developing these guys and letting them walk. And this has happened too much, like I said, with the two corners. Look at Preston Smith. Look what Preston did with Green Bay this past year. Unbelievable season. Better than any season he had with us. We can't develop guys. I mean, we I mean we develop them and they go somewhere else and become stars, and that's getting really old. And um, I fear that with Brandon Sheriff. I think you know him being a free agent. I think they need to bring him back. I think Wes Martin played well. I think Eric Flowers definitely played well, considering what we thought he was going to be. But I I just I don't want to let Sheriff go and him be an All Pro for five years and be a Hall of Famer and our offensive line struggle like it has. So. We'll see what happens there. I hope uh, they can work out something. If they don't, can't work something out with this regime, I hope they're smarter than the last. Obviously, I think they are. And tag Sheriff and trade him, even if they just get a third-round pick for this year. Because if you let him walk and he signs a big deal, then you're getting a late third-round pick, compensatory pick in 2021. That doesn't help you now. You need help now. So I hope that they do that. Hey, maybe they could even get a second-round pick for him. I don't know. But um, I'm tired of them letting guys go. And that's like with Quentin Dunbar. Here's the thing. We owe you no money, guaranteed. So we can do whatever we want with you. I would make him stay, and I would try to work out a deal to get him to play. Because I think he would be uh, a great piece to this defense. Because I think they're going to add another corner opposite him. And... uh, Unless I get a great trade offer, and I'm talking at least a third-round pick for him, then I'm not letting him go. But, you know, with the new regime and everything, they could come in here and they could trade Trent Williams for a second-round pick. They could trade uh, Quentin Dunbar for a third-round pick. They could trade Brandon Sheriff for a third-round pick. They may just go crazy and trade everybody away. I don't know. I mean, they. I don't think they could get much from Kerrigan right now, coming off the injuries he was... Uh, that he sustained at the end of the year. But here's the other thing. The Ravens have supposedly offered a third-round pick for Kerrigan at the trade deadline, and they turned him down. The Cleveland Browns, who have, I think, the 10th pick in this draft, offered that first-round pick supposedly in training camp last year for Trent Williams, and they turned that down. So look at the picks they could have had. They also go back uh, to the year Patrick Mahomes was drafted. The Redskins were offered the number two pick that the... San Francisco 49ers had. The 49ers offered their second pick overall to the Redskins for Kirk Cousins, and they turned him down. Listen to the names of the players that went that they could have had at number two. Now, 49ers ended up trading the number two pick to the Bears, and the Bears moved up and took Mitch Trubisky, which was a debacle. Um, or, has, you know, not the worst quarterback, but not, definitely not the best. Uh, they could have had Jamal Adams, the safety from LSU, they could have had Marshawn Lattimore, the corner from Ohio State. They could have had Patrick Mahomes, the league MVP year before last, Super Bowl MVP this year. They could have had Sean Watson. They could have had any one of those guys. But because they were stupid and because Bruce Allen had to be a jerk and uh, stick it to Kirk, because we're not going to end Kyle because we can't have people that used to be here be successful. We can't do that. No, not if it make, even if it makes us better. But knowing them, knowing the way this team operates, they would have traded Kirk to San Francisco for the second pick, and they would have took Mitch Trubisky. So, 
maybe it was just better off anyway, because that would have been even more disappointing. But, uh, no, I'm so mad thinking about that. But that was back to, I just, I'm tired of us developing guys and watching them go somewhere else. So, I hope, uh, um, you know what, here's what I hope happens, because there's talent here. I hope they can work out a deal with Trent. I hope they can work out a deal with Sheriff. Give your starting quarterback, whether it's Dwayne Haskins, whether it's Derek Carr, whether it's Joe Burrow, whether it's Tua, whoever, give your starting quarterback an opportunity, and a good offensive line would do that, and in-house guys that are already there would do that, and Quentin Dunbar at defense would help that as well. So, let me check my notes. We mentioned Tannehill earlier when we were talking about Tom Brady, and I think, you know, I think I can record up to an hour on this app thing without having to start over. So we'll dive into some free agency. Let me go back to some of the rumors, though, real quick, and then I'm going to dive in to a look at some of the top free agents and where they could end up. First, let's check out Pro Football Talk. David Tepper on Cam Newton's status. Tell me he's health. Tell me. He's healthy, and we can talk. I think they want to get rid of him. I really do. Um, Shadcon having two competent quarterbacks is an embarrassment of riches. Gardner Minshew is their quarterback, and they need to build around him. They have two first-round picks. They have the... I want to be 100% sure. They have the ninth pick and the 20th pick. They traded away Jalen Ramsey, obviously, and then they have another first-round pick next year, I believe. So... um, they need. I mean, they have Nick Foles there. I think Nick will be a good backup. I think Nick will. I mean, Nick's making a ton of money. I don't think it's going to be an issue. You can't pay Gardner anyway. I mean, he's on the second year of his deal, and they can't negotiate. I don't think till the third. So, what are they going to do? I think they need to get him a receiver, and I think they need to get a little bit of help on the line, and you know, restock that defense. And they got some tough decisions coming up in free agency as well about who to cut, who to trade, and who to sign. Um. Philip Rivers and the Chargers have announced they are parting ways. I mentioned Philip Rivers as a candidate, I think, earlier for a team. That's kind of sad. I always liked Philip, but it uh, looked like it was time. It looked like they were ready to move on last year. And they've been hitting around drafting a young quarterback uh, several years now. I mean, I remember one time they were they were uh, interested in Marcus Mariota. Now they could go get him for free, pretty much. Uh, I mean, a little bit of money. Um, Michael Irvin mentioned that the Dallas Cowboys have had discussions about Tom Brady. That scares me because I do believe Dallas has a lot of talent. I do think Mike McCarthy was a great hire for them. I think as a, for one year, I think Tom Brady could take them to the Super Bowl. Whether they win it or not is a different story. I think if you're looking long-term, if I was a Cowboy fan, I would rather have Dak. Because here's the thing, if we lose, if we even if we win the Super Bowl, and I know Jerry is all about winning a Super Bowl because he's not getting any younger. Um, if I'm, if you're telling me one year, yeah, Brady. But here's the thing, if Brady retires after one year or the wheels fall off after one year, you can't go back to Dak, and then you got to go out and develop a guy or draft a guy. And you know, this is a team that was interested in. Uh, Paxton Lynch, they tried to trade up and get him. So their quarterback uh, evaluation hasn't always been great. They lucked into Prescott in the fourth round, and he's un- been, you know, for the salary he's made as a fourth-round pick, he's deserving of a big payday. Uh, I don't think he's elite. I think he's good. 
Um, definitely above average quarterback. But and who's to say? You know, put him. All right, here, let's say this. Let's say hypothetically, Tom Brady goes to the Dallas Cowboys, and the Cowboys franchise tag Dak Prescott and trade him to the New England Patriots. Then I could for the first round pick. Then I could see the Patriots going back to the Super Bowl because I think Dak would be a good fit for that system. <coughs> Excuse me. So we'll see what happens. Is it a bad idea if you're if you only want to win one Super Bowl or be in contention for one year? It's a bad idea. If you want to be in contention for the playoffs multiple years, I'd go with Dak. Um, there's rumor that some in the Pittsburgh organization are hoping that Ben Roethlisberger retires. And, you know, you look at the two quarterbacks that were drafted with him. Eli Manning announced his retirement a few weeks ago. Um, Phillip Rivers is, you know, in limbo. And Big Ben was that third quarterback. And the best of the three, I believe, uh, statistically. Um He's owed a lot of money, and cap-wise, I think if he was to retire, obviously they would have more cap room. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't think Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph are the answer. Uh, they don't have a first-round pick. They traded that for Minka Fitzpatrick, which was a good trade. They ended up 8-8. Eight and eight. They were 0-3, oh, I think, when they made the trade, and I was like, yeesh. They're gonna have, I thought they were going to be in, uh, in contention to draft two of the way they were playing early on. But uh, Mike Tomlin, who should have been coach of the year, I think, for what that man's put up with some of these years. Um, I think he's definitely, so he's so underrated. I mean, look at the Antonio Brown stuff that he had to deal with. But, uh, yeah, what would Pittsburgh do if, if uh, Big Ben retired? Could Phillip Rivers go there for a year? Would Tom Brady go to the Pittsburgh Steelers? Could you imagine? <laughs> that would be so wild. Um, the Buccaneers have legit interest in Phillip Rivers. Makes a lot of sense because... Bruce Arians does well with veteran quarterbacks. You know, look what he did with Carson Palmer. I mean, he got the best out of Carson Palmer, I think. Um, Baker Mayfield's going through some stuff. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Uh, Antonio Brown's still a mess. Let's see. Hmm. The... Atlanta Falcons are rumored to likely cut Devontae Freeman. He has not lived up to his contract extension. Uh, Ron Rivera did, is supposed, has supposedly met or talked to Trent Williams, and they're trying to iron that out, so that would be great for us. Um, Unique Nakawa. I'm so bad with pronunciation. The defensive end, Unique Nukwe, from the. You know, he's a ter- he was a Terp. He went to Maryland. Uh, had four really, really good years in Jacksonville Jaguars as a defensive end. He's going to be a free agent if they don't resign him. Uh, I do think Jacksonville needs to resign him. The money you were going to spend on Jalen Ramsey, you need to spend on this guy. He's he's a difference maker. All right. What's going to happen with Taysom, Taysom Hill? What What's going to happen with Drew Brees? What's going to happen with Teddy Bridgewater? New Orleans has, New Orleans has a very uh, interesting quarterback situation going on there. Uh, they can... Tender uh, Taysom Hill, and they're going to do that, I think, for a first-round pick. Um, Breeze is supposed to come out in the next month or so and decide if he's going to play or not. He said he would play for New Orleans or he wouldn't play at all. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, I mean, I feel like he's the the man left out here because he had a great year. And, by the way, 
if you're looking for somebody to come in and compete with Dwayne Haskins for one year, I would love to have Teddy Bridgewater on the team. He's a great guy. He went five and zero as a starter, filling in for the Saints. Kept them uh, kept them afloat when Drew Brees was hurt. So, what are they going to do? I think more than likely Brees comes back. They tender Taysom Hill and they use Hill a little bit more than they did. I'm not buying into this that somebody would give up first round pick for him. Now, I could be wrong, but I mean, I just I think he's a gimmick player, and I just don't. I don't see a franchise quarterback there. They say he's the next Steve Young. I just don't see it. I just don't. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I just don't see it. Um, what else? You know, some wacky trades have been thrown around. Rumors have been thrown around. And, I mean, I saw a trade rumor that Cleveland would still be interested in Trent Williams and that Odell Beckham Jr. could be part of that trade. I don't want that headache. <laughs> I mean, as a fan, I just don't want that headache. I mean, I don't want uh, OBJ to rub off on uh, Terry. <laughs> so we'll see. But uh, all right, I guess that's as much. That's most of the rumors. So if my page will refresh, we will dive into the top 100 free agency list, and it is not going to do it. My internet has frozen. Let me see what else we can do here. Let me play a song while I try to unfreeze my computer. Ah, right, yay! See, as soon as I play the song, I knew that was going to happen. All right. Got about 15 minutes left, I think, to record on this episode. So we're going to dive in. We're going to look at a list. I have the top 100 free agents right now. And here's the thing. This is not taking in consideration anybody that could be traded. And this is not taking in consideration anybody that could be cut. There's going to be a lot of players cut. They're going to be added to a top 100 list. We mentioned Devontae Freeman. He could probably be added to this list. So we mentioned Dak Prescott. Free agent. Um, This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to run down the list and I'm going to say franchise tagged, franchise tagged and traded, uh, or the team they end up with, or re-signed. So I think that's what we'll do here. Dak Prescott. I think cooler heads will prevail. He'll get franchise tagged and they'll work towards a long-term deal. Keep him in Dallas. Tom Brady. Stays in New England, goes to Tennessee, goes to Carolina. Drew Brees stays in New Orleans or retires. Ryan Tannehill, I think if he doesn't end up the starter in Tennessee, which I I mean, I I would franchise tag him if I was Tennessee. Make sure it wasn't a fluke. Make sure he comes back and can play in the system like he did and make sure you know that the other teams haven't adjusted. Um, I would tag him. If he walks, if they go get Brady and he walks, keep an eye out on keep an eye out on the Chicago Bears. Bring him in and compete with Mitchell Trubisky. Your window's closing. Khalil Mack wasn't as good last year. Your defense wasn't as good last year without Vangio. You may not have a long window left with this defense. So Tannehill comes in there. Maybe they make one more run in Chicago. Jadavian Clowney. 
didn't really have a great year in Seattle. I think he had a great playoff run, but wasn't that scary. I mean, wasn't that good, and he's the fifth ranked. The one thing is he can play a 4-3 end or a 3-4 outside linebacker. He's 27. I think Seattle wants to keep him, but I think they're going to go after uh, bigger names. I mean, uh, other names that, like defensive tackle and stuff like that. So I'm going to say he walks, and I'm going to say he walks to a team with a lot of cap room. I say this is this was this is wild, and I'm sure there's a team probably that I should be thinking of that I'm not. I think Jadavion Clowney will either end up. Oh, I just thought of another one. I think Jadavion Clowney will end up going to Miami or to Cleveland. Cleveland was my original team because they got some cap money. I think they might move on from Olivier Vernon, and then they could have him and maybe Miles Garrett, uh, if depending on what goes on with the suspension, uh, together. That would make a lot of sense. They would have two number one overall picks at defensive end. That's pretty cool. Um, but Miami's got a lot of money, and I think he would fit that system. Amari Cooper. I think that if the Cowboys don't resign him, that Amari Cooper will be a Washington Redskin. Roll Tide, roll Skins. Keep bringing the Alabama players in. I'd be all for this. You, Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys offense got better with him there. I think with he would help the Redskins, and he would hurt the Cowboys. So that's my prediction. Chris Jones, defensive tackle. Great. He was a great 3-4 end. When Chicago, uh, the, the Chiefs were running a 3-4, now they're running a 4-3. He battled some injuries. I believe that they will tag him and try to work toward a long-term deal, or they would tag him, and this is a guy I could see getting traded to Seattle for a first-round pick. They have a history together. They traded Seattle traded a first-round pick or Seattle traded Frank Clark to the Chiefs for a first and a second round pick. <laughs> so I could see them doing some wheeling and dealing there. if Because they, they got to save some money for Patrick Mahomes. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, Byron Jones, cornerback from Dallas. He can play some safety too. Uh, I don't think he would. I think that Byron Jones will not be a Dallas Cowboy. I think he'll be a Philadelphia Eagle. Brandon Sheriff. If Brandon Sheriff does not stay a Redskin, where does he go? I think with the trades, he could go you know, multiple places. Uh, I don't know if they have enough money, but a team to keep an eye on would be the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams, and I don't know what Jacksonville's situation is at guard, but, I, you know, Jay Gruden doesn't like guards, and he's the new offensive coordinator for Jacksonville, so never mind there. Uh Cleveland. Cleveland needs help at a guard. So I think if Sheriff leaves the Redskins, he will go to Cleveland or he will go. Who did I mention before? The other team I mentioned before. I can't believe I'm blanking on this. Anyway, number 10 uh, on this list AJ Green. Uh, I think Cincinnati could tag him. I think they could tag and trade him, even though they don't use a trade. Uh, if he hits free agency. If Tom Brady stays in New England, I think this is the receiver they go after. Uh, I can see him going to Oakland, or not Oakland, uh, Las Vegas Raiders to play for John Gruden uh, and maybe Tom Brady. Uh, I could also see him ending up in Jacksonville, and Jacksonville may end up spending the money on A.J. Green for a one-year deal. He knows that system under Jay Gruden would give Gardner Minshew a great number one target. Uh, I need to speed up here. Mention Nadeek Yannick. Nakagwe, um, Jacksonville defensive end. 
I think he's going to get tagged, maybe tagged and traded. Uh, only 25 years old, 4-3 in, great pass rusher. Uh, I think if he hits free agency, Houston Texans. I think they replaced Jadavion Clowney with Inik. Uh, Shaq Barrett, man, second in the whole league of sacks last year with 19. Chandler Jones beat him out in 19 and a half. Uh, I think he gets tagged in Tampa and stays there. If he hits free agency, a team with money like the Jets could be interested. Excuse me, need a drink. <coughs> so we'll see, but I think he stays there. Eric Armstead, I don't know if San Francisco has enough to pay him. He had his best year, I think, as a pro. Um, I think that he's going to be walking. because I mean, they might tag him. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Ah, see, every time we get close to the hour, my voice goes. Um, I think they could tag him, try to get one more run out of this defense. Eric could also be someone that Cleveland looks at. Someone see. Oh, here we go. If Eric Armstead leaves, he will be a Seattle Seahawk. Jameis Winston's number 14 on the list, and I'm a little surprised because I don't know where he's going to go. You know, does he go to New England if Tom Brady leaves? <laughs> Do the Chargers pick him. I think the Chargers should go after Teddy Bridgewater before they would go after Jameis. I would have Bridgewater and Jameis Winston on this list. I don't know who came up with this list. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, so I'd say Jameis could end up in Oakland. He could end up in Carolina. He could end up maybe even the Miami Dolphins. Who knows? Uh, Phillip Rivers, Tampa makes the most sense. New England would make some sense. Cincinnati would make some sense. I'll throw this crazy theory out there. He had some of his best years under who? North Turner. North Turner's son, Scott Turner, is the offensive coordinator for the Washington Redskins. Keep an eye out on Phillip Rivers to maybe come in and push Dwayne Haskins. Jack Conklin, offensive tackle for the Tennessee Titans. He was an all-pro as a rookie. All-pro, not Pro Bowl, all-pro. He's battled some injuries, came back solid last year. I think he's going to get a lot of money. Uh, if I'm the Redskins and can get out of Morgan Moses' contract, I'm going to get out of that contract and sign in. Jack Conklin as my right tackle. The next two players I'm going to mention. Oh, so if Conklin leaves Tennessee, keep an eye out on, like I said, the Redskins maybe. Keep an eye out. Cleveland would make a lot of sense because um, they're going to be really looking to upgrade the offensive line, and maybe keep an eye out on it in New England. Uh, Austin Hooper, Hunter Henry. We'll speed around. Uh, I think Hooper's going to get the franchise tag from Atlanta. I think Henry's going to walk. I think either one of them are free agents. The Redskins need to be interested in both. I mean, you know, try to sign one of the two. Get one of those two. Uh, but, yeah, I don't think Hooper's going anywhere. If he does, the Redskins, I think, would be... Uh, very interested in paying big money. Same thing with Henry. I think Henry's going to leave. Uh, part of me wants to put him with the Raiders, but I mean, that Waller. Well, I think Henry could be a definite. I'm going to say if Henry leaves, he will be a Patriot. Uh, Dante Fowler Jr., outside linebacker for the Los Angeles Rams. He could end up in a bunch of places. I would keep an eye out and on the Seahawks. A lot of these team players like to stay in division. Keep an eye uh, Keep an eye on the Giants as well. Uh, same thing with Bud Dupree. I think the Giants, I think the Tennessee Titans could be interested in him. Judon from Baltimore. Uh, could be another, could, you know, depending, I don't know, would Pittsburgh pay him over Dupree? 
don't know. Uh, Derrick Henry. I don't believe in paying running backs. That being said, roll skins. We can't count on Darius guys to be healthy. Anything we get out of Darius guys is a plus. I would three-year deal. If I could do get him on a three-year deal, he's twenty-six years old. Big money for three years. Sign me up. He could be our workhorse. Workhorse, blah, blah, blah. and uh, help the young quarterback out. Uh, Anthony Harris, safety from Minnesota. I heard that they might cut. I can't believe I'm blanking on the other guy's name. Harrison Smith. Uh, I heard they might cut him and franchise Harris or resign him, so we'll see. Robbie Anderson, I got a bad feeling he's going to be a Philadelphia Eagle or a Buffalo Bill, but I have a feeling the Philadelphia Eagles are going to be interested in him. Justin Simmons from Denver, he could end up in several places, but I think Denver will do their best to resign him. Anthony Costanzo, left tackle from Indianapolis, I think he's going to resign with Indianapolis. Possibly go to New England or retire. James Bradbury, corner from Carolina. He's going to be a free agent. I don't think Carolina's going to pay him big bucks. He's going to be our starting corner for the Redskins. Mark it down. Or or he could end up in Buffalo because he might know that system. He knows that system as well from uh, McDermott being, I guess he was his defense coordinator. If not, they, they know each other, I'm sure. Um, I'm just going to go down this list. I'm not going to read them all. Teddy Bridgewater could end up he could end up in Tampa. Tampa or the Chargers, I'll say. Other big names, Leonard Williams. That looks like a dumb trade, by the way. The Giants traded right before the deadline a third and a fifth round pick for him, and he might walk away. I mean, crazy. Uh, man, how Leonard Williams fallen. I wanted him so bad when the Redskins took Brandon Sheriff, <laughs> took Brandon Sheriff but it uh, looks like Looks like Sheriff's the better pro right now. Um, DJ Humphreys, offensive tackle from Arizona. That's another name to keep out for keep in mind for the Redskins if he uh, if they end up moving on from Trent Williams. Trey Waynes from Minnesota. He'll probably I don't know. He wasn't that good last year. Eric Ebron's going to be free agent. Eric Ebron, man, he's been first round pick of the Lions. Didn't do much there. Went and had an unbelievable year with Andrew Luck and the Colts. Now he's going to be free agent again. I guess disappoint. I'd be disappointed, but if we can't get Hunter Henry and we can't get Austin Hooper, if we get Greg Olson and Eric Ebron for you know better minimum, a little bit more, it's better than what we got. So uh, Kenyon Drake from Kenyon Drake had a pretty solid season for the Arizona Cardinals when he got there from Miami. Uh, I could see him getting paid for a, dec- a decent amount for a two-year deal somewhere. Maybe the. Uh, Maybe the Atlanta Falcons. So, who else is on this list? Melvin Gordon. Again, I can see him and Philip Rivers ending up somewhere together. Uh, I'm looking for names. Mainly now I'm just going to be looking at names for the Redskins. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going through the top 50. Uh, Chris Harris, no, too old. Emmanuel Sanders, too old. Joe Thune, the guard from New England. He could get paid big bucks. Keep an eye on the Jets. Keep an eye on Miami Dolphins. I think Thune could be a Dolphin. Um, Corey Litton, inside linebacker from the the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, they're going to be in the market because they, right now, they were counting on Reuben Foster. I think the only legit linebackers we have right now are Sean Dion Hamilton and Cole Holcomb. And I'm not sure they're, you know, top-notch. I mean, they're not top-notch, 
But uh, maybe in this game they might be a little bit better. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, there is going to be in the market for some defensive players to transition to the 4-3 from the 3-4. All right, so I'm running out of time. Thank you for listening to the Amateur Hour. <laughs> Trying to get back into podcasting. I mentioned it on the NASCAR episode. Took a long break. Didn't mean to. Uh, time was an issue. Aggravation was an issue <laughs> because I'd recorded a lot of podcasts that never got loaded because of recording issues and everything. So uh, thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to me. Uh, if this is your first time listening, thank you. I'm going to try to get better. going to try to be more professional. Um, try not to talk about the Redskins as much, <laughs> um, but you know, they're my favorite team and everything. And I think a few people that are listening to this, uh, probably your favorite team as well. Looking forward to free agency. Hey, as trades break, as free agency breaks, you may see just a five minute podcast pop up, but I'm going to be breaking down a lot of the free agency moves that go on. we got the combine coming up in a couple weeks. It's going to be fun, fun, fun. Can't wait. Where's Tom Brady going to end up? Where's Joe Burrow going to end up? Where am I going to end up? That was weird. Uh, let me find a song to take us out on. What would be a good... Oh, here we go. Thank you so much for listening to The Andrew Staples Show. Like us on Facebook, The Andrew Staples Show. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at Drew Stapp. At Jedi Drew Stapp, excuse me. Uh... Also on Facebook as well, under Andrew Staples. Send us a message. What do you think of my NFL predictions? Do you have a prediction that goes against what I said? Love to hear from you. Also, thank you Anchor. Thank you iTunes. Thank you Stitcher. Thank you everybody that carries the podcast. Um, Leave a five-star review wherever you can. Tell your friends about the show. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Staples out.